0: Welcome to Future of Journalism, a podcast from the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism at the University of Oxford. I'm Federica Chirubini, Director of Leadership Development at the Institute. This is a special series of our podcast, and it's dedicated to the Digital News Report 2023. Over six episodes, we're diving into the most comprehensive piece of research of news consumption around the world. In this episode of the series, we're joined by co-author of the report and director of research at the Institute, Richard Fletcher. Richard has written a section on the report on attitudes towards algorithms, so what people think of algorithms and the role they play in news selection. We look at things like whether audience behavior influenced these perspectives, changes over time, drawbacks to personalization, and what it all means for publishers and platforms. Welcome to the podcast, Richard. Thank you. So, just so we start on the same page, can you first explain what an algorithm is and how they are used in news distribution and where?
1: Well, more broadly, algorithms uh, uh, are used in lots of different ways in in, in lots of different fields Um, and essentially what they are is a set of instructions uh, normally uh, kind of expressed in the form of, of code. Are normally informed by by data in some way, so they're a set of instructions to complete a, a specific task. Uh, in the context of news, one of the uh, the most sort of important ways this, the algorithm to use is is to make selection decisions about about what to show uh, users, for example, on on social media feeds uh, via aggregators uh, and, and search engines uh, and so on. Um, and I think they're important because. It wasn't that long ago that um, almost all selection decisions were made by by journalists, by, by human beings. Uh, but in recent years, more and more news selection uh, is, is done this way, in part because more and more people are, are choosing to get news via, via social media, search engines, uh, etc.
0: So yeah, if we look at it, today's news environment and the data we have from more broadly news news report about how people consume news. why this question is really important at this point
1: i I think it's important just but just because um uh the I said the the these these ways in which people get news so uh via social media search engines, etc., are just becoming more widely used um and over time sort of questions. Have sort of grown about about whether this is a good way to to select news, whether this is a good way for people to get news, whether it whether it sort of creates echo chambers, filter bubbles, uh, etc. Um, but interestingly, what the sort of public think about these these ways of selecting news is it, 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 is sort of kind of being neglected a bit. So we wanted to ask uh, some questions to to find out what people think of uh, of these ways of getting news and how also they think about it in relation to selection by editors and journalists.
0: So if we start with looking at some of the headline figures, overall, what are audiences' attitudes towards these various ways the news is selected and presented to them?
1: So in the in the Digital News Report survey, we, we asked uh, a set of three questions uh, across a range of different countries, uh, and we asked people whether they think uh, three different ways, whether they think they're good ways of getting news. So one was, um, do you think a news selected by editors, journalists is a good way of getting news? Do you think that uh, news selected automatically based on uh, your own past behavior is a good way to get news? And do you think that uh, automatic selection based on what your friends have consumed is a good way to to get news? And what we found is that for all three of these methods, even though they're, they're very different, the, the, the sort of scores or there's sort of level of approval was, was quite low for each of them. So, um, 27%, uh, said that they thought that our, uh, new selected by editors and journalists was a good way to get news and the equivalent figure for automatic selection based on past behavior was 30%, uh, and based on friends behavior, 19%. So. None of these methods uh, have particularly high levels of of but What's interesting is that um, automatic selection based on past behavior actually comes out slightly ahead of of, of selection by editors, uh, journalists, which um, may come as a surprise to to some people, but that's that's what we found.
0: So it's not that those who dislike selection of news um, through algorithm instead prefer the judgment of editors.
1: No, it, interestingly, what we found is that um, in addition to there being kind of low levels of approval for each of these these three methods, um, they're actually uh, correlated with one another. So what that means is that if someone uh, says that they uh, think that uh, editors are a, a good way to select news, that it's likely that they'll think that uh, automatic selection is a is a good way to get news uh, as well, uh, and vice versa. So low approval for one. Normally means low approval for the other, and I think again, I think this is this may be surprising because we we know that, that sort of human selection and algorithmic selection are very very different; they function in different ways, and so we might expect people to have diverging views. But actually, that's that's not what we find, and this is this is one of the reasons, in addition to the fact that approval for all three selection methods is quite low, and um, the fact that they're correlated uh, led us to to call this uh, generalized skepticism. Uh, so the idea is that, uh, firstly, that people are quite skeptical, and secondly, that it's generalised in the sense that people tend to be if they're skeptical of one method of selection, they're skeptical uh, of, of the others too.
0: Of course, um, you mentioned you've looked at this across a, a range of different countries. Did any um, difference between countries um, came up?
1: I mean, there are there are country differences. So if we if we you know kind of look across all all the different selection methods we asked about the depending on the country the figures range from around 10 percent approval up, all the way up to 40 percent. it's interesting to note that it never exceeds 50 percent. so it's all sort of minority approval that you know no matter which country and which selection method uh, we look at we can see that approval in the in the uk is is among the lowest uh for all all three selection methods, um, but beyond that, it's it's difficult to see any kind of clear patterns uh, in the data. So it's not obvious that there's a there's something out there which is kind of explains the differences we see across countries. They're quite consistent, but it's it's difficult to make sense of the of the pattern.
0: You asked the same question about um, attitudes will gather algorithms in the twenty sixteen digital news report. Um, what has changed since then?
1: that's right we we fielded the same set of questions and the same in the same set of countries uh, in in 2016 um and that allows us to compare the results from this year to to those from from several years ago and and what we found is it, we didn't see much change at all actually in in the numbers so despite everything that that's happened in in the intervening time so not just politically but also in terms of um you know new platforms have emerged new ways of selecting news and using algorithms emerge we, we find the attitudes are broadly similar we did see a, a slight decline uh in in the proportion of people who said that each selection method was a was a good way to get news and at the same time we saw an increase in the in the kind of middle neutral category um so neither disapproval nor approval um, and this, is, this has gone up slightly for, 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 the, for the different methods of selection. I think this indicates perhaps that people are a, a little more ambivalent now uh, than they were uh, uh, several years ago. And I think this, this makes sense if we think about the fact that um, there are a wider range of platforms now. It's maybe difficult to have a, a clear view on whether algorithmic selection uh, is good or bad just because it, it, it's, it's deployed in lots of different ways.
0: It's more complicated, yeah. Um, you also looked at how these attitudes towards news selection correlate with other attitudes towards news, including interest in news and trust level. What did you find?
1: Yeah, so this this again it sort of links back to the point about generalized skepticism because I think you know one one hypothesis might be that if you if you just focus on people who are very interested in the news you might start to see this kind of diverging pattern whereby there might be very sort of you know pro editorial selection but very against sort of algorithmic selection but again that that isn't what we find we 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 tend to see that among those with with higher levels of interest approval for all three selection methods tends tends to rise and it tends to rise at about the same rate as we look at people with, with different levels of interest and and the same goes for for trust too so the more trust in in news in general that people have the the more likely they are to say they approve of all three of these methods of uh, of news selection
0: we also know from the digital news report, um, a lot about the way that people say they're getting the news. So for example, whether they prefer to use platform like social media aggregators that use algorithm or, they, or whether they prefer to go directly to a publisher control platform like website or apps, which of course use editorial judgment to decide what news appears and where. Um, although not just in some cases. And um, what correlation did you find between these reported behaviors and the attitudes towards the news selection we're talking about here?
1: Yeah, so if if you if you just look at uh, people who say that they they use platforms, which I said platforms typically use algorithmic selection in 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 some form. So if we look at the group that say they use platforms to get news, we might expect to see. Much higher levels uh, of approval for for algorithmic selection. Uh, we do find slightly higher figures, so sort of seven or eight percentage points higher, um, but not huge differences. And and the sort of general pattern we we we've just been talking about stay, stays the same. It's it, you know it's not the case that if you look at people who use platforms, you know a majority will say that they they sort of think that automatic selection based on their as behavior for example is a good way to get news. It's slightly higher but the basic pattern that I've just described is, is still there.
0: A future uh, a feature of the news via algorithm is that each user sees something that is somehow unique to them um, and this could raise question about whether people are actually worried about missing out on news that uh, others are seeing. You also mentioned, um, you know, that there's been talk in the past of things like filter bubble. Can you help us understand a bit of of this landscape? What do people say about this worry?
1: Well, we we asked um, a set of uh, two questions to to try and get to the bottom of this. And so we asked people whether they're worried about uh, firstly missing out on important information uh, if news is selected automatically uh and secondly whether people are worried about missing out on on challenging uh viewpoints so the the numbers for uh, for these two questions are, are roughly the same and and just under half say that they are uh worried about missing out uh in this way i think it's interesting because you mentioned filter bubbles i mean we've done we've done a lot of research on filter bubbles and we we've tried to to work out whether whether people really are uh missing out um, and what we've done typically is look at um, whether uh, people have more diverse uh, news diets or not, if they if they rely on algorithmic selection. And by diversity, we mean the range of different outlets uh, or news brands that people come into contact with. And actually, what we typically find is that people who use uh, platforms uh, uh, have more diverse news repertoires than those uh, that don't. Um again this is this is interesting because it's slightly different to what we asked about here. So we're we, we didn't measure, you know, different viewpoints or 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 um uh, or 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 different um uh, you know kind of topics. Um but at, at least when it comes to viewpoints, we might expect, you know, the the results to be similar because we know that um different outlets often have specific political slants and so on. So we might expect to see the same thing. On topics it may it, you know, it may play out slightly Slightly differently, um, so in this sense, um, you know, the the sort of public concern is 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 perhaps sort of out of step with what we know from the uh, empirical data.
0: What do you think tech companies should consider um, when looking, you know, at these attitudes towards the algorithm that they use?
1: I mean, I think you know, it's important to, to keep in mind that um, although um, slightly more people say that they think automatic selection based on past behavior is a, is a good way to get news than say the same about uh, selection by editors and journalists. It's important to keep in mind that approval for all of these is, is quite low. Uh, and I think the increased use of platforms for for news that we see in, in many countries across the world probably isn't an endorsement of their approach to, to news selection. We, we know that people use platforms typically for other reasons that have nothing to do with news and they and they come across news when they're when they're there and i think the 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 sort of the growth and the and the uh, of the use of platforms for news is, is is also partly about the sort of decline in in more traditional ways uh, of getting of getting news so I, I don't think they should take a huge amount of uh encouragement from the from the data
0: what about the news publishers? Um, positive attitudes towards editorial curation of news seems to be no higher than what is done by an algorithm. What is the learning for publishers?
1: I, I think it's important for publishers to sort of keep public opinion uh, in mind uh, on this. They may have hoped for big differences between algorithmic selection and editorial selection, but that that isn't what we see. And I think what it means for publishers is that so sort of kind of straightforward. Uh, appeals to that kind of selection expertise if they're trying to increase trust for example might might not work with large parts of the public um because there are lingering concerns about about bias and and people just don't have this sort of this view that uh you know human selection good automatic selection bad i think in the end editorial expertise is important and it is valuable so I think the task, perhaps, is 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 sort of is explaining to people why that is, what what the value human selection adds to the the process, and, and and why it's important, instead of just telling people that it's uh, it, it it must be important.
0: Thank you so much, Richard, for joining us today. Thanks. Our guest today was Dr. Richard Fletcher, director of research at the Reuters Institute. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Digital News Report 2023 podcast series. You can catch up on other episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And if you want to read the report in full, you can find it online at digitalnewsreport.org slash 2023. If you wanna miss any news from the Institute, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter by clicking the link on our Twitter bio or on our homepage. This was Featured of Journalism, a podcast by the Reuters Institute. I'm Federica Cherubini and we'll be back soon.